today, we're going to get down to the technology basics. And if you're a business owner or manager and you're tired of juggling spreadsheets, sticky notes, and a big cluttered inbox just to keep track of your sales leads and your customer interactions, well, I got some crazy good news for you. Stay tuned. My name is Jerry, and this is Jerry Rigged, the no-nonsense business tech marketing and analytics podcast that tackles your tech troubles head-on. I've been around for, geez, about 20 years doing marketing, business analytics, entrepreneur, the whole nine. I've done it all fairly ADD. Uh, I'm based right here in Phoenix, Arizona, and today we're going to dive into the crucial tool for any business. It's called CRM Software. Now, we're here to unravel the mystery for every new entrepreneur out there, or if you're just a manager kind of starting out, how do you choose the right CRM platform? Whether you're a tech newbie or you're just curious about CRMs, this episode is your ultimate beginner's guide to CRM selection. Okay, let's set the scene. You're starting a business. You know that managing customer relationships is key, very important. But the sheer number of CRM options out there is completely and utterly crazy. I mean, where do you even begin, right? That's what we're here to find out. And we're going to dive into this. Imagine a tool that not only organizes your customer information, but it also scales with your growing business, gives you insights that can transform the way you connect with your audience, intrigued, well, you should be, because today we're going to cut through the clutter, get you the lowdown on selecting a CRM that just won't, you know, simply serve your current needs, but will grow with you and your business. Very important. So we're going to start from the beginning. What is CRM? That's what many folks, you know, ask themselves. I've heard the term, but what is CRM? What does it stand for? I, I just don't get it. Well, in a nutshell... CRM stands for Customer Relationship Management. And it didn't necessarily start out as a piece of software. It started out as more of a kind of way to do business, a, a methodology, a platform. Uh, even in Paleolithic times, there was an understanding that it's easier to sell to an existing customer than to go out and try to find a new one. And that was the advantageous to nurture relationships. So when we think about the beginnings of CRM, we know it started somewhere in the 1980s as we know it. And there's a couple of folks, Robert and Kate Kestenbaum. They were pioneers of database marketing. And this kind of formed a, kind of a direct marketing that analyzed customer database statistically to identify which customers would most likely react to a marketing campaign. CRM primarily is a framework for managing customer lifecycle. The software kind of came later, right? Now, there are some who argued that CRM was introduced um, by two guys from Texas, Pat Sullivan and Mike Mooney. 
They were the guys who invented CRM with their product that was called ACT. And if you've been around a while, you've probably heard of ACT. It's been around forever. Went through many name changes and acquisitions, but believe it or not, it's still around today. So ACT stood for Automated Contact Tracking. And it was regarded as the first automated CRM. So now today we have hundreds and hundreds of CRM platforms. Uh, when you get into the fundamentals like lead tracking, contacts, accounts, and opportunities, just go to capterra.com and do a search for CRM software. I just did that a few minutes ago, and let me tell you, 1,899 listings of CRM platforms. Crazy numbers of CRM platforms today and just shows you how integrated CRM has become with business in, a, in the world. So part of the problem that I see with CRM platforms these days and trying to untangle all of this is that there's been kind of a blurred line between true CRM platforms, marketing automation, project management, and other tools. For instance, uh, Salesforce was one of the first they came around around 2002, 2003, and their first product was called Salesforce Sales Cloud. And they're kind of considered the king of the hill. They're the number one world's number one software uh, for CRM. And Salesforce, their first kind of foundational cloud, as they called it, is called Sales Cloud. Now they got Marketing Cloud and Experience Cloud and Automotive Cloud and just tons of clouds. And they're so integrated, they have this entire huge ecosystem. I mean, you can literally get a job as a Salesforce administrator and make some pretty good money. Other CRM platforms, uh, HubSpot, Zoho, Pipedrive, Fresh Sales, NetSuite, Microsoft Dynamics 360, Active Campaign, Keep, Sugar CRM, Insightly, Less Annoying CRM. Yeah, there's actually a CRM platform called Less Annoying CRM. And then you have a bunch of other platforms that they categorize themselves as CRMs, but I've used them in you can create some CRM capabilities within the platform, but they're really more project management, like monday.com, ClickUp. I use those for project management here and there. But as far as a CRM platform, uh, Salesforce kind of set the trend when they started Sales Cloud because it was all about sales automation, automating that sales process, leads, and then entering in contacts and accounts. If you're a B2B, then you know, you're gonna deal with accounts. If you're a you know, B2C and you're dealing with consumers, you're probably not gonna use accounts, so you're just gonna enter in contacts. But once you have that process started, that whole lead thing, and you get a lead in the door, which is anyone who shows interest in your product, that lead then gets converted into an account in B2B type scenarios. So that account, then you can create opportunities to sell them 
products or services. So opportunities is where it's at. And then opportunities kind of as they go through the cycle, either turn into a one opportunity or a lost opportunity. You either lose or win each opportunity. And that's how you track, you know, what you sell your, your customers or what you're trying to sell anyway. Uh, moving right along, let's talk about a case study. I got a case study that I put together for you guys. And this is uh, a case study that I was actually involved in. Uh, there was a home builder that I did a lot of work for. They're based in uh, Tacoma, Washington. And this home builder started out uh, with a sales office, a, uh, a sales center with uh, where you can go in and make selections and that sort of thing. But if you wanted to build a, a home, a custom home on your own land, you would go to these folks and they kind of simplified the process. Instead of going to an architect, designing a home, then hoping and praying that the home uh, would fit your budget, they actually had uh, about 25 pre-priced uh, floor plans. And so when you went in and talked to a salesperson, they had the price of the base home right there and then any options you wanted to add. So what they would do is a lot of marketing and advertising and they drove lots of traffic and leads to their sales office. They had three salespeople at the time. And these salespeople were tracking all of their leads through Outlook, Post-it notes, spreadsheets. It was a mishmash of pretty much everything. So the problem was half the time they weren't really sure how many leads they had, which of the leads they did have were actually hot leads. Um, management, ownership had no idea like what was coming in the pipeline. They'd get together once a week and talk to their sales team Hey, hey guys, what, what's going on? How many leads you got in the pipeline? Do you have any that are ready to, to close or, or sign a deal? And so it was this verbal thing and emails. And so we decided to put a CRM in place. And the one we chose after looking at several was Salesforce. And let me tell you something. It just completely transformed their process, their sales process took a little while for some of the guys to get on board and learn how to use it. But once we trained them, we kept things simple. We kept the lead objects simple so that they just had to enter in basic information. And as time progressed, um, pretty soon management ownership saw these visually appealing dashboards with funnels and colors and numbers. They could see how many of the deals coming down the pipeline are ready to close? How many have a 50% chance of closing? How many have a 30% chance of closing? And they could really do some cash flow management as well as forecasting of sales and revenue. And so that's all at a glance and it was all at real time. But, you know, the, the beauty of the CRM, and it's kind of a double-edged sword because you have to enter the data in. All the sales team members have to enter every single lead, every single phone number, every single address, everything, where the lead came in from. So when you're tracking these leads, 
you can actually enter in which campaign. Like if we did a TV campaign or a radio campaign or a newspaper or some uh, Facebook advertising or whatever, you would put that campaign in there and you can automatically calculate the ROI on, on your campaign. If you spend $20,000 on advertising, you want to see you know what that turned into. And if you got 200000 in sales, well, then obviously, you know, you're looking at some good ROI. So that's uh, some of the added benefits with CRM platforms. So at the end of the day, this custom home builder, within about four years, at one point was selling 25 homes a month, 25 custom homes a month. They went from about roughly 200 to 600,000 in annual revenue. And then in 2006, they did approximately 12 million in sales and they were ranked sixth place on the Washington state's top 100 fastest growing companies. So, you know, not going to say that it was completely because of CRM, but you can't do 12 million in sales uh, very effectively if you're using post-it notes to track all of your sales leads. So today we talked about uh, a problem that a home builder had with uh, not being able to track their leads or know what kind of forecasting of revenue that they had coming down the pipeline. And we showed you how we solved that problem. And so, you know, choosing the right CRM platform is is kind of a big decision because once you get in, you're kind of stuck, right? And so there are platforms like Salesforce that are very expensive. And then there's other platforms that are less expensive, but you know, sometimes you're a big enough organization where you need that complexity in your CRM platform. Other, can, uh, other platforms such as HubSpot are a little bit easier to use. They're pretty expensive as well. You also have uh, ActiveCampaign, which has phenomenally awesome marketing automation. Not so good in the sales process piece of the equation, but uh, they're a lot less expensive than Salesforce. Hey folks, that's a wrap for today's episode. Uh, we tackled a big one, kind of that fundamentals, basics of a CRM system, what it is, where it came from, and why you probably need it for your business if you're doing any amount of advertising, marketing, and driving leads to a sales team. Uh, we also talked about the home builder, the custom builder in Tacoma, Washington. Uh, those guys went from zero to hero, uh, went from post-it notes to a CRM platform, Salesforce, completely transformed their entire sales process and also gave management and ownership the tools and the data and the information they needed so that they could forecast sales and revenue. Next week, we're going to go deeper into the CRM platforms. We're going to talk about some of the top 10 platforms that are out there, uh, what they offer, kind of what their pricing might look like, what they do and how they do it. If you're a Salesforce junkie, I'd like you to check out my fellow podcaster, Mike Gearholt, with his show. It's called Salesforce Admins Podcast. 
He's on Apple for sure, but you might check uh, Spotify or some of the other ones. Mike gets deep into the weeds for uh, Salesforce administrators and gets into all the little nitty gritties and all the bells and whistles because honestly, Salesforce has more nooks and crannies than an English muffin, I'm going to tell you. Remember, the key is finding a CRM system that's as agile and dynamic as your business or startup. You got to get a CRM system that's going to match your budget and your plans to grow down the road. And if you enjoyed today's show, don't forget to subscribe. Jerry Rigged, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And you don't want to miss it. Until then, this is Jerry with Jerry Rigged from Phoenix, Arizona. Keep rigging it right. See you next time.